What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? Welcome to the first first show. This is the first first show of 2021. MBS, let's talk about it. Hosted by yours truly, Trex, the sports junkie, and of course the homie from the Bay Area. What up? What's going on, man? Um, it was um a great. New Year's Eve for me. Got to celebrate it with my family and my loved ones. It's 2021. And I can't believe it, man. We're actually in our 51st episode of MBS. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How was Christmas? It was good, man. I was able to spend time with my family. Um, um, we drank, obviously. A lot of Hennessy. <laughs> uh, get got to open presents, and it felt good, man. Getting, you know, my sisters, niece, and nephews, uh, what they wanted. Uh, it felt really good. Well, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, everybody that's tuned in right now, we want to say happy holidays to you guys and happy New Year to you guys. This is the first show for 2021. This is let's talk about it. Hosted by MBS Central. But what's good, Keo, man? A lot going on in this world, a lot going on in sports, man. What's good? Yeah, man. So uh, we're going to kick things off with, well, MBS, let's talk about we do more than sports and music, man. So the, the number one thing that's going on right now in today, it's what's going on at Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., it's a lot of rioting, a lot of pro protesting, mostly by um, uh, a lot of Trump protesters. And it's it was getting out of hand. I never seen anything like this. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts and reactions um, of, because when it comes to politics, man, I, I try not to talk politics with pe people that I'm close to because it gets kind of heated during the moment. But when I talk with you with politics, man, you come on a very unbiased point of view. So I wanted to get your thoughts of what's going on right now at Capitol Hill right now. Um, very unfortunate. If you know me, if you know me personally, if you tune into this show, you know that I preach. My whole message is love over everything. That's my whole message. And regardless, everybody has a right to protest. I have no issue with that. I said that a long time ago on other issues. My issue is we're never gonna change this world with violence. We're never gonna change this world for the better, I should say, through violence or through hate. So we have to do better. We have to do better, man. That, I didn't, I'm not even going to sit here and act like I saw a lot because I was so busy, caught up in work today. But um, I know Q had brought it up. A shout out to my boy, Mike. Shout out to my boy, Tyrus. Um, they reached out to me today. They kind of told me a little bit. I still have to do a lot more research. I actually just got home just not too long ago. And I saw a couple of things on Facebook. But from what I saw, based on what I saw, now, like I said, I don't know everything, the just of everything. But what I do know is that's not the way. That's not the way. That's not the way to change this world for the better. That is not us coming together. That is division 
all the way. And um, very unfortunate. And I'm not even gonna sit here, I, you know, I love where I live, but at the end of the day, America right now is not the America that, you know, a lot of people from the outside looking in always talk so well about and want to come to this is not what's up right now what's going on in america is it's a lot of a lot of lot of um what's the word i want to i want to i want to make sure i articulate myself correctly when i say this this is not this is definitely not the american dream definitely not um violence looting rioting is not the way um if you want to peacefully protest that's your right I would never deny you you're right, but violence, hate, I'm not with that. And anybody that knows me knows that. So um, it's very unfortunate. I would love to hear what you think though. Um, man, there was a lot of things going on um, when it happened. I knew there was gonna be a rally, but I didn't expect it to turn out like this. Like they, they barged into Capitol Hill, man. They breached everything. You had you had um, um, government officials that were scared, man. Uh, there was some of them that was actually hurt. Uh, you had uh, some of the cops inside the um, inside um, inside the the uh, majority of the buildings um, having their gun out. There was like images like that, man. I never seen anything like that after an election. Um, and, uh, I, and a lot of people don't give him credit because he doesn't get the, doesn't, because he, um, lives in, uh, President Trump's shadow, but, uh, uh, Vice President, uh, Pence, he, you got to give him credit. He reacted to, to it. He was with the law enforcement throughout majority of the time. And, um, you got to give him credit to reacting the way he reacted. And I, um, I got to commend him. But right now, it doesn't look good for President Trump right now. You got uh, you got people that's Republicans that's against him. Somebody like uh, um, uh, President, former, the former president, President Bush, um, he made, uh, he was against him and he was, um, he was saddened by the events that happened, man. And um, from from what I know, a lot of people said this ain't the end of it. Um, it this just only has started. And I, I don't even know what's going to happen when Joe Biden gets uh, inaugurated um, as the official president of the United States, because uh, right now it's, the, it, it, it's all about the electoral college votes right now. And that's what this whole thing is based off of right now. And uh, by the looks of it, um, Biden is going to be certified uh, as the winner. And um, there's no way we could go about that. And Joe Biden's going to be our next president. Hopefully, this does not continue. And there's a lot of finger pointing going on right now. So uh, I hope I don't see nothing like this again. I hope this is the last time we see this. But man, my thoughts and prayers to the people that got hurt by it, and uh, the um, the um, the guys that serve this country, especially the law enforcement. I know they get scrutinized a lot, but um, they were in the line of fire, man. 
and they held it down today. Yeah, um, I just want to piggyback off of this in a sense and say this. You know, I coach sports, I've played sports, and we always tell our kids, you know, if you lose, regardless, if it wasn't the way that you thought it should be, you always go to that opponent, shake their hand, and tell them congratulations. What are we teaching our kids, man? What are we teaching our kids? At the end of the day, there's a lot of things that happen in my life, your life, in everyone's life that we didn't agree with, that we didn't want. But at the end of the day, acting like this because it didn't turn out in your favor is not the way to act, not the way to act in my own humble opinion. And um, once again, like I said, that is not going to change the world for the better. Um, I will do more research. I do apologize for everybody that's tuned in. Like I said, I got off of work extremely late today. Um, but um, I know Q had wanted to talk about it, so he, he hit me up real quick. And I know my man Tyrus, Tyrus, shout out to Mike, man. Y'all hit me up. Y'all kind of told me a little bit. But um, I'm going to definitely do more research so um, to kind of understand more what's going on. But um, this ain't the way. This ain't the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to your uh, your closing comments tonight uh, on your Periscope, man. So I know you always have encouraging, positive words. But um, make sure you guys go check out uh, True's Periscope t uh, tonight whenever he uh, decides to do it. And uh, I'm looking for what you're going to have to say to it. Appreciate that, man. Um, with that being said, it's hard to move on to, you know, something, you know, that's that's tragic like this. But we do got to continue our show. So with that being said, let's move on to our very next topic, man. And we're going to talk about some college football right now, man. So yesterday... The Heisman Trophy winner was announced yesterday. And the 2020-2021 Heisman Trophy winner goes to a wide receiver by the name of Devontae Smith, the wide receiver of the Alabama Crimson Tide. So do you agree with this decision? Because I, I did I, I recently did an update on it uh, through a couple of groups and a lot of people disagree with it, man. They don't think Smith deserves to win the Heisman. I absolutely and utterly agree with the decision. Absolutely. Devontae Smith should have won the Heisman. And I know some people may get upset about that. Um, I understand Trevor Lawrence. And based on when I was coming up, you give it to the best player in the nation. And if you want to give it to the best player, okay then yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I get it, I get it. But can we honestly sit up here and say Trevor Lawrence had the best season this season? No, I don't believe so. Matter of fact, I have his stats right here in front of me. He actually threw for 3,100 yards, which is pretty good. 24 touchdowns, five interceptions. Now I'm acting like GBD. And shout out to my man, man, GBD, man. But, um, 3,100 yards, a little over 3,100 yards, 24 touchdowns and five interceptions in 10 games. Is that bad? Absolutely not. That's not bad at all. But when you compare it to the Mr. Devontae Smith, I think to myself, Devontae Smith, let me cancel out Mac Jones. I know that's where you're going to go with it. Mac Jones had, they got like 36, 38 touchdowns. Well, Devontae Smith caught 20 of those. So he caught more than half of Mac Jones's touchdowns. So let's when we compare 
Trevor Lawrence, because that's that was my runner up. Trevor Lawrence, Devontae Smith, that was actually the runner up. Devontae Smith played in 12 games. So he played two more games than Trevor Lawrence. But Trevor Lawrence is a quarterback, people. He touches the ball every single play. He had three more touch. Well, I'm not gonna let me see how many rushing touchdowns. Because I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that to Trevor Lawrence. But his passing touchdowns, he had 24 touchdowns. Devontae Smith had 21 touchdowns. He had 20 through the air and one on the ground. And I'm not even including special teams. I didn't even look at special teams. So maybe he had something in special teams as well. But I do know he had 21 touchdowns, 20 through the air, well, 20 catching the ball, and one on a reverse. Um, I, I forgot who it was against. But 21 touchdowns to Trevor Lawrence's 24. Now, a lot of people like to bring up Jamar Chase. And I'm the biggest Jamar Chase. Keel knows. I love Jamar <laughs> Chase. Um, every Keel was giving me Justin Jefferson. I was saying, man, Jamar Chase. Well, let me just put this in perspective for you guys. Devontae Smith had more touchdowns, total touchdowns, than Jamar Chase had last year. And we said LSU was the greatest offense we've ever seen in college football. Many of us said that. We had more touchdowns than Jamar Chase. Um, Jamar Chase in his two years that he played at LSU, he had 107 receptions. That including last year where he caught 84 balls. Well, guess what? Devontae Smith caught 105 this year. We're not going back for the rest of his career. We're talking about this year. Now, Jamar Chase did have a little bit more um, receiving yards than Devontae Smith, but he did it in 14 games. Devontae Smith did it in 12. I'm not sitting here saying that he's a better receiver than Jamar Chase. What I am suggesting, though, this, this past season, he was the most electrifying player in college football, bar none. He had more than half of Mac Jones's touchdowns. He had almost as many touchdowns as Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence plays quarterback despite playing two more games. I get that. But at the end of the day, man, I have no issue with Devontae Smith winning the Heisman. Um, the floor is yours, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I don't agree with it, but I respect the decision. Um how the Heisman ended. Um, Devontae Smith, he's the first wide receiver to win it, man, in 29 seasons. Uh, he broke the monopoly of quarterbacks that's wanted in college football, and there's a, a lot of them. There was a, a greats that we, we, could, we, could, uh, we could name, man. Um, and then uh, Smith, he had, uh, he had over, like, Close to 450 first place votes. Um, by points, he had about eight, uh, 1,856. And second was Trevor Lawrence with um, 222, uh, 222 first place votes. He had um, 1,187 votes. Mac Jones with 138 first place votes. Then in last, Kyle Trask with uh, 61 first place votes with um 737 in total. Um I I I could I could respect that, but the thing that I don't like is the um people people look at uh, people look at Trevor Lawrence and the amount of votes that Trevor Lawrence got, I don't agree with. 
I felt like uh, guys like Mac Jones and uh, Kyle Trask got got disrespected in in this in this um in this Heisman Trophy um this year, um, because people say that Trevor Lawrence is the best. Trevor Lawrence wasn't the best college football player this year. He's the best college football prospect, prospect to go to the NFL, but he he was not the best college football player. I just I just did not see that from him. Um, I thought if anybody, I thought Travis Etienne was was um, deserved to be on the list also, but. Uh, Mac Jones, man, I, 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 I thought he should have won it, man. Um, oh my god! I really thought Go he should have won it. When you, when you look, when you base off of last year, in the last two games he filled in for Tua, it was, it was subpar, and he came back and jumped back as the legit official starter. And a lot of people thought he was gonna be the, he, he, they thought they were gonna go back to being the. Alabama game managing quarterback rely on the run with Najee Harris and um and and that defense obviously that wasn't the case the dude threw over um over 4000 yards 36 touchdowns four interceptions man that's impressive for a quarterback with all the expe- expectations behind them nobody nobody expected them to do what he was able to do and let's not forget, he lost one of his top receivers in the beginning of the season with Jalen Waddle. And uh, you can't disrespect, you know, the other wide receivers like Michi. You know, you got Devontae Smith and what he's able to do. But um, but uh, uh, Mac Jones, he delivered in those big games, man. And um, I feel like if, if Devontae Smith wasn't there, I think Alabama still would have been a playoff team. Okay, but okay, let me ask you this because I actually agree with that. But I will say this are they clear cut the favorite to win the national championship without Devontae Smith? Are they are they the clear cut clear cut favorite? If you're asking me, you're asking me in the beginning of the season, yeah, now in the beginning, do you think if Devontae Smith doesn't play this Monday night coming, are you gonna definitely just guarantee that they're gonna beat Ohio State without Devontae Smith? Yeah. I, d- oh, I do. I do. I definitely well, believe it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely. And this how high I was on Mac Jones. And this was no front. I'm not riding his coattails from two or three weeks ago. I said that on our on our very first show, man, when we had our you draft did? special. With, and I remember it was me, you, and Marlon. I think it was the second day we did it and we were talking about Alabama and I said, I like Mac Jones a lot, man. And I thought he was going to really have a good season. Um, I just, I, I don't, like I said, I don't mind that Devonte Smith won it, but the amount of votes that Trevor Lawrence got over, got over, um, got over, um, got over uh, Kyle, Kyle Trask and Mac Jones was really disrespectful. And that's one thing I did not like. Well, I'll say this as far as Kyle Trask is concerned. It's no disrespect to Florida getting the um, Gator Nation. Um, I'm just keeping it real with you right now. When the chips were down and he had an opportunity 
to make it to the playoffs. Um, he just didn't show up in my mind. Not to say that in the big games, his four, I'm going to say his three biggest games and then one that they should have won because they were fighting for a spot for people to re- like really look at them like, okay, they're legit. A&L, Alabama, their bowl game versus Oklahoma. And I know players was missing. I get it. I get that. And LSU, that's four games where he didn't, he wasn't Kyle Trask that we saw all year. I'm not saying he didn't put up no decent numbers, but when the chips were down, you have to win one of those games. If he beats Oklahoma, okay, I'm like, okay, well, I see what Keo's saying. He beats Alabama, I see what you're saying. He beats AM. You beat LSU whenever people were saying you should be the team that gets in over um, everybody else because of Kyle Trask. I just, I just, I can't go there with you. I, I just think that that the numbers that he put up, even though they're gaudy and they're big, I'm not putting them over Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones. Okay. I'm not even putting them over Najee Harris. <laughs> okay, that's understandable. I I could see that as far as the big games go, he he wasn't delivered, and you need to have that. Heisman moment, like they say, when exactly. it comes to these games. And exactly. I guess Kyle Trask did not give you them Heisman moments. But I thought he should have got more votes, though. Um, uh, same thing with Mac Jones. All right. So um, congratulations, Devontae Smith, once again. Make sure you go check out the MBS Central page on Instagram where you can, we give you the latest MBS updates and the Heisman Trophy update winner is up there now with that being said let's go on to bigger things man speaking of the national speaking of alabama and Devontae smith his team is playing in the national title game once again and it ain't against clemson it's against ohio state so what we're gonna do right now uh i think we did this last year we're gonna do our check off list okay so um so we're gonna go through um each position and uh we're gonna see what uh how you how you got your list checked off and who you give the advantage to all right so let's start with our very first one let's we're gonna go to the defense man so we're gonna start with the defensive line going alabama I'm going Alabama. I think that, I mean, for the most part, it's no disrespect to Ohio State. I think losing Chase Young, even though they played great this last pass, what is past game versus um, Clemson, um, they've been inconsistent throughout the year. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, they played outstanding versus Clemson, but I have to see it again. I have to see it again. I think if I'm going on D-line, I'm going to Alabama. Alabama, to me, just schematically, they just find ways to reload every year and find ways for their guys to get to the quarterback, stop the run. So I'm going with Alabama in this one. Um, okay, with the defensive line with this one, um, the, the I mean defensive line with this one, I I am going with um, I'm going with Alabama also, man. Alabama. Um, they're pretty good against the run. They get to the quarterback with ease. Um, and um, 
they get to they get the quarterback with ease and they're really good with the run compared to Ohio State. Ohio State, they'll give they'll give up some big runs and big plays. And I think that's what they're gonna do. Um, I think they're gonna um, give Najee Harris some big plays and that'll open up Mac Jones with the play action game to hit guys like Michi and Devontae Smith. So um I'm going with um on the defensive line, I'm going with Alabama. All right, let's go to the linebackers. Oh, I'm going Alabama. Ain't no question about that. <laughs> Ain't no question about that, man. Alabama, to me, year in and year out, they have some of the best linebackers. We can go back to all the linebackers in the history. Then you look at now Dylan Moses and company. Yeah, I'm going Alabama in this one. Yeah, man. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with you again, man. I'm going with um, I'm going with Alabama, man. With Dylan Moses, he he came back this year because he knew that they had a chance at possibly to win a title with Dylan Moses, uh, Christian Hams, um, Allen Christopher. Um, Alabama's loaded, and their depth is really. We lost Keo for a second. So I'm going to give it advantage to Alabama. All right, let's go to the secondary. And we have, let's go, let's go with the safeties, man. Okay, safeties. I'm actually, ooh, that's tough. That's, you want to go say, okay, you saying safeties just by itself? Ooh, I got the rosters right here, and, I, and, I, and I've watched them play. I thought you was going to say secondary. Ooh, I like I like a lot of these players, bro. A lot of them. Oh, man. I'm going to lean towards Ohio State in this one. If you're going to just, just go safeties, um, I'm going Ohio State in this one. Um, I like Hooker a lot, so I'm going with Ohio State. Man, this is tough because uh, I like Hooker. I really like Sean Wade also, man. Um, but, uh, man, I I like um, – I just like the experience with, um, with with Daniel Wright. And then you also got uh, – I think uh, I think he goes by DeMar- DeMarcus Hellams. Um, and then – DeMarco, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then battle also, man. So I'm I'm rolling with Alabama once again at the safe safety and free safety positions. But Wade and Hooker, they, they're pro, they're a problem, man. But I just like those guys more. They just make more of an impact. All right, let's go to the next one. We got the cornerbacks, man. Man, I like bro. <laughs> I like Seven Banks. I, I do. Uh, I, but I'm I'm leaning towards Alabama because I really and y'all know this. Anybody that's tuned into the show knows that I'm usually not high on Alabama's cornerbacks, but I think Patrick Sertain the second is the real deal. I think he's going to be a good corner in the NFL. I like his size, so I'm going with Alabama in this one. So so wait, quick question: You you think Sertain's going to be better than Trayvon Diggs? Oh, see, Diggs was the first one I ever liked from Alabama, like, talk about. But now, man, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Diggs was the first one I liked. I said that last year. 
but I like Sertain too. So I don't know yet, but they're gonna both be about one and one. I like the I like Diggs, but I like Sertain as well. Man. I really, I everybody likes them certain. I think he possibly could be a, a one of the top corners coming out the draft. But I'm giving this advantage to Ohio State's cornerbacks, okay. man. Okay. Like, like I, as, as much as you like Seven Bakes, I like him too. I like Marcus Williamson. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 I like the red shirt freshman Hickman. I that dude's. I, I, I just like Ohio State based off of their depth, man. Their depth is huge. I know they got the huge playmaker with uh, with Sertain, but man, um, um, I just like Ohio State's depth behind their cornerbacks, man. And um, and more from uh, from uh, the corner, the other cornerback from Alabama, he ain't no joke either, man. But I just like the depth behind Ohio State, man. So I'm checking this one cornerbacks to Ohio State. All right, before we go to the offense, let's go to special teams. I'm giving the nod to Alabama, and that's surprising because their kicking game has been god-awful in the past. But this year, I want to say um, Will Richard, he hasn't missed a kick, I don't believe. Now, maybe I'm off a little bit, but he hasn't missed many if he did. I'm going with Alabama in this one. I'm going. I'm going with Ohio State in this one. Okay. Man. I I think special teams Ohio State, um, based off of the you know the small portion of games they played, they they made uh some huge plays and special teams put the teams in great field position. So I'm I'm going with Ohio State over um Alabama and special teams. All right, let's go to the offensive line. I'm going Alabama. Anytime a running back gets as many yards as Najee Harris got and the holes that he opens up, they open up for him. Um, and the way Mac Jones stays upright, I'm going, I'm going with Alabama in this one. It's no disrespect okay. to us. I think they have a good offensive line as well. Yeah, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't go against off. Alabama offensive line they always reload they got some great pros in the NFL and um, they just reload with Saban man and the offensive line so I'm rolling with Alabama also all right let's go to our next position and we are gonna go to the tight end position I'm gonna lean towards um Alabama as well in this one it's no disrespect to Luke Farrell I think he's decent but I like the senior man, Miller um Forrestall. I, I do. I think he I think he can come up with some big catches in this game that you can trust him. So in this particular game, I'm going with Miller Forrestall. Nah, I'm going with Ohio State's Luke Farrell, man. All right. I think, I'm uh, not Luke mad at Farrell, that. I think uh I think uh I think Fields will be looking for him a lot, especially with uh Olave, he might he may be getting a lot of attention with uh certain. So um I'm going with I'm going with Pharrell um on this one. All right, let's go to our next one. And we are gonna go to the running back position. Now I got Najee Harris. Come on, man. But I do like, <laughs> I do like, I do like Trey Sermon a lot. I do, I'm not gonna lie, the way he ran against Clemson, I was like, okay, okay. He's, he's running with bad intentions. 
So I like Trey Sermon, but I got to go Najee Harris. Come on, man. How can I not? Yeah, man. Najee, as much as I like what he what, what Sermon was able to do in the last game, Najee Harris is just too consistent. And he's proved he's legit, man. And uh, I think I think he is gonna show you in uh, in uh, <coughs> the the game next week. So I'm going with Najee Harris. All right, now this is gonna be this could be a slam dunk, or this could be interesting. The wide receiver position. It's a look, and I love Chris Olivier. I love him. <laughs> I think he's a stud on the rise. But this is a slam dunk, man. Devontae Smith is in line to be the first receiver drafted. And that's despite what Jamar Chase did last year. One of them will be the number one receiver drafted in this upcoming draft. Um, Devontae Smith, I know people don't, they're not going to maybe agree with me on this, but when I see Devontae Smith, you know who Devontae Smith reminds me of? DeAndre oh. Hopkins. Wow, he just does. Really? He just does. Wow. And, you know, and you know how much I like DeAndre Hopkins coming out of Clemson. I was like, he's the real deal. How smooth Devontae Smith is in and out of his breaks, his route running ability, his um speed to get open. I just love this kid, his hands. He's a real playmaker, man. I like this kid a lot. I think he's a top 10 pick slam dunk in the NFL draft this upcoming year. So I'm going with Devontae Smith and John Michi and company. And um, yeah, I got Alabama in this one, even though I love Chris Olivier. Um, with this one, man, <laughs> um, <laughs> Olivier, he's, he's a, he's a proven wide receiver. He's legit, but based off of the weapons that be, that's behind that wide receiving core, I'm going with um, I'm going with um, Alabama's wide receiving core, man, and um, and um, yeah, I'm I'm going with Alabama's wide receiving core. Uh, Devontae Smith, John Michi, um, I think those guys. And then on top of that, they said there's a possibility that that Jalen Waldo yep. possibly might be playing, man. That's crazy. So that's so that's. So that's bad news. That's bad news for him, man. That's bad news for uh <coughs> for uh the um Alabama's uh, secondary, and John Michi, you know, he uh this was this was his what his second year. He's a sophomore. Uh huh. Not a bad season, man. Not a bad season at all. Had forty receptions, close to a thousand yards, six six touchdowns. So a uh, very good, and I think he'll step it up. And this could be his showing out game, man, moving on to the next season. So uh, Michi is somebody that uh, you got to pay attention to. Obviously, we know what Devontae Smith can do, but I'm checking it to, um, I'm checking this one to Alabama. All right. So with that being said, let's go to the quarterbacks. I got Justin Fields, man. Oh, wow. It, listen, listen. We know what we get out of Mac Jones. He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, be patient. He's gonna try to find his playmakers. I just think for this game only, and I even think that he's a better prospect. I think that Justin Fields has to have a Vince Young type 
um, experience in that Rose Bowl in 06. Um, that's the type of game Justin Fields is going to play. He played a great game versus Clemson. So I'm going with Justin Fields in this one pretty easily. I, I like Mac Jones, but he's not Justin Fields to me. He's not going to be the reason why Alabama wins this game. He's not going to take over the game, in my opinion. I think if Ohio State does win, it's because Justin Fields took the game over. Now, <laughs> here we if go. Justin Fields can play like <laughs> if Justin Fields can play like what he did against Clemson, I because I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming from a mile away, man. Justin Fields, I'll play Trevor Lawrence. Let's uh let, we're not gonna sugarcoat that. Um he he outplayed them. He slinged that ball and he was playing with poise and confidence. But I just don't think he's gonna do that against Alabama's defense. And but I think Mac Jones will. I think Mac Jones will throw over three hundred. He'll probably have at least three touchdowns. So um I'm going with Mac Jones in this one. <laughs> okay. All right. Now the best for last, man. Um the coaching. We got uh, Ryan Day. We got Nick Saban. This could be easy. It's easy for me. Who you got? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna um, bring out my inner um, Shannon Sharp. I got old Goat Saban. I got old Goat Saban in this. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Look, Ryan yeah. Day may be the next big thing as coach as far as in college football if he can get this win. But um, as of today. In order to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Yes, he did beat Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. But Dabo Sweeney and Clemson were not the national champs. LSU was. And guess what old, what old Goat Saban said? Oh, y'all beat us last year? Watch this. He went to Baton Rouge. And oh, my God. It got ugly real fast. I got old Goat Saban in this one, man. Yeah, with this, with this one... With this one, I I definitely got Saban more proven. He's legit. He's been he's been there, and with Ryan Day, he's one and three against SEC teams. He finally beat um, yeah, he's one and three against um, SE, uh, I mean SEC teams. No, no, sorry about that. He's not one and three. I mean he's under five hundred against SEC teams. So um. I think he's going to have a hard time, and I think Alabama has a huge advantage as far as coaching goes, So, and especially at the head coach position. Saban's been there. He wants to win it again, and he's going to get it again. So I'm rolling with Nick Saban as a check for check mark um, under head coach. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, last but not least, um, we always have our game of the week, and this is our very last game for for the year of college football. And this is our game of the week. We got Alabama, we got Ohio State for the national title. All right, so I'm not an Alabama fan at all, but I just think this does bring back 06 feel to it. It does. It feels like Reggie Bush, Lindell White, Matt Leonard, and company, Dwayne Jarrett, 
for all those guys that y'all didn't know that they all went to USC, I'm just pointing it out for you guys. You don't start laughing. <laughs> but um, it, it just, it brings me back to that time when people thought the overwhelming favorite, and then you had a stud quarterback on the other end, like a Vince Young, but this time you have Justin Fields. He has Chris Olivier. Um, um, Vince Young had Lima Swede. Um, he had his 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 um stable of running backs, like a freshman Jamal Charles. He this is gonna be interesting, but I cannot, even though history says it may happen, I gotta go with the tide. The tide are just loaded from top to bottom. They're on a mission. Last year they didn't even make the playoffs. They had a mission to come back and do some big things. I think the tie get it done. I do think the game is closer than what the experts are predicting, but I'm going to go 34-24. Roll tie. God, I can't believe I said that. I'm an LSU fan. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um, I definitely got Alabama in this game. Um, I know it could be a great story behind it. Um. I I got Alabama when when the playoffs started, and I got to win now that it's about to end. And I got Alabama winning this game, uh, thirty-four to twenty-three. I think okay. Fields gonna have a hard time uh, getting rid of the ball. I think he's gonna get pressured a lot, and uh, I think they got a good game plan down in Alabama, and Alabama wins the national title again. Who's the MVP? All right, the MVP. It's going to be yeah. Devontae Smith winning the MVP. Ah, now you see the light. Now you see the light. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's move on. Let's, uh, okay. All right. So let's move on over to our next topic. And uh, we're going to talk some NFL. The wild card playoffs are approaching. It's this week. Uh, we'll be releasing the predictions um, tomorrow, actually, with all our everybody's prediction from the MBS crew. But we will be making our predictions tonight. Before we get to our predictions, we're going to talk some NFL a little bit. So um, the coaching carousel has started. We got a lot of head coaching positions that's open right now, man. So you from the Jets to Jacksonville to Atlanta to the Chargers. What's the best head coaching position available out there, man? Like if you were a coach, and I know you coach, um, where would you go, man? And that's a that's an interesting one because I will say this: before the season started, I was not a Justin Herbert guy, but Justin Herbert, Lord. He looks good. You can sit here and say Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence has to prove it on the NFL field. Justin Herbert did that this past season. But even with that being said, I think it's Jacksonville for me. Um, you get the number one pick in the draft. If you're a new coach, you literally get to come in and you don't have to go with the guy that the past regime picked to be your starting quarterback or the past regime thought should be the future of your um, team. You get to pick your guy. Out of every college player in America, you get to make the call. So if you like Trevor Lawrence, take Trevor Lawrence. If you like Devontae Smith, take Devontae Smith. If you like Justin Fields, 
take Justin Fields. You have the pick, the number one pick in the draft. You get to start from scratch. And anybody out there that coaches or anybody that's a cook knows in order to be a real chef, you can't just pop open a um a, a cake box. No, you got to make that thing from scratch. You got to make that thing from scratch. And I just feel that with the Jacksonville Jaguar job, the number one pick overall, I would take the Jacksonville job overall if I was a new upcoming coach. Um, dare I say Joe Brady, dare I say Dabo Sweeney, if he would leave Clemson and go to the NFL or anybody else like an Urban Meyer. I know we, we've heard that. Um, but that's where I would go. I would go to Jacksonville because I feel like my leash would be long and I get to start from scratch and pick my team right off the back. <laughs> Well, I know you mentioned about cake, and, you know, I love me some cake, uh, red velvet. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. But, when you know, when you're first time making a cake, you're going to mess up a few times, man. So I'm good off of that cake. Um, uh, so what I'm going to where I'm going to go, um, I'm going with the Chargers, man. And I, and I know that because – you could get the first pick, and I understand you get the number one pick, and I think they get a, a couple other first-round picks also, so that's huge for them. Depending who the coach is, though, and I think they need they, – they, I don't know if they did hire a GM yet. They got to fill the GM position, the head coaching position to see what direction they want to go. I'm pretty sure the head coach is going to bring their own coaching staff also. And then you got a lot of player realignment, roster revamping. Um, you, you, you're going to look into, you know, that, that defense, um, the de defensive unit, a the defense that used to be elite during a couple years ago. <clears throat> um, uh, I think James R Robinson, he's a good prospect. Um, wide receiver position. Um, I, I, I like me some DJ Chark, but I think you got to add more weapons on there. You got a, a lot offensive line in question also. But with that being said, it's just too many holes to fill. Uh, the team that I'm going with right now, the best coaching position for me to go to, I'm going with the Chargers, man. The Chargers, know they, got, they got a lot <laughs> – <laughs> they got skill set players like set already, man. You got you got Justin Herbert, a young rookie. Um, nobody expected to do what he was able to do. Well, except me, because oh my I, god, I, I, I said oh my god. <laughs> um, um, and then uh, Keenan Allen, man. I, I remember Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin. Mike Evans has a few words with each other on social media during the offseason. And Keaton Allen showed up this season, man. I think he's one of the best receivers out there. Very underrated, too. Um, you know, you know. I think Mike Williams has gotten to be a better receiver. Um, and then uh, I know um, Hunter Henry. <clears throat> I know he's on a – I think his, con his uh, franchise tag expires, so I'm not sure what they plan on doing with him. And then you know they got Bosa, they got Ingram, um, they got pieces, they no doubt. Chris Harris over, yeah. And the, uh, we and then we can't forget about Darwin James. If the dude could stay healthy, he's gonna be a problem Big also. Facts. 
Big so, fact. so I just so so I just see everything is set for them, man. If they could get a a good coach, maybe a high profile coach to get in there, and put this team in the right direction, I think this team could make noise in the AFC next season. So I think that's the best position right that's now. That's a lot. That's a lot me, of pressure on that coach, though, too. As a head coach, that's a lot of pressure on that kid. Coach. Yeah, it is. I just think, I just think Jacksonville, man. Maybe Jack Jacksonville, like I said, from scratch, man. You get to, you literally get to build the team that you want. When you're a coach, man, there's no feeling like that. Literally, you get to come in with the first overall pick and build that thing from scratch. And dare I say. You have a quarter quarterback that's coming out of college that most experts, including myself, believe is a is a once in a lifetime generational talent in Trevor Lawrence. If you get him, you have the cornerstone to that guy. You have a cornerstone to your franchise. I just I I would go the Jacksonville Jaguar route. Me. Okay. Okay. Started from I, the I bottom. That, started know. from the bottom. Kind of like Draymond and, the, and your Warriors. I know you're a Warriors fan. You know, like Draymond said, man, you not one of us. You not one of us. You didn't build this. <laughs> you got to build this. <laughs> okay, build okay. I, okay. Okay, man. I, I, well, that's a lot of expectations, too, <laughs> and pressure, too, Who, whoever's the head coach is. Yeah, but if they have a losing season next year, I don't think that's going to be right. that. That's going to be the end-all, be-all. If somebody gets the Chargers job, I think the, the expectation is they need to com, um, compete for a playoff spot. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they have to compete for it. In Jacksonville, if they have a bad season, nobody's going to say, oh, we'll fire the coach. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's move on over to our very next topic. We're going to talk about the MVP, man. So MVP, man. Um, I know I know. last night um, on the NBA show, shout out to the guys from the NBA show. Uh, just, Justin, I know uh, what, uh, what the homie Wes was on there. Mr. Marlon was on there. Um, um, so, you know, Marlon and Wes, they said, hey, um, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, and um, um, Justin comes out of nowhere and says, hey, no, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to win the MVP. King Henry is <laughs> going to win the MVP. So what do you think about the MVP race, man? Is Do you have Rodgers winning the MVP, or are man. you going a different direction? Man, is the, it, you know, me, you, and Justin was on the phone prior earlier this week. I said Josh Allen should definitely get some consideration. Um, that was without me looking at the numbers. That was just me watching the NFL season and digesting it and kind of like just looking at it from the outside without actually dissecting the numbers. Um, going back and looking at the numbers, Aaron Rodgers was special, man, this year. Yeah, the yards wasn't there, but come on, man. The touchdowns to interception ratio was insane. Um, but I, I, I as much as I hate to say this, because I don't like to agree with Justin on many things, I would go with Derrick Henry. Over 2,000 rushing yards, you knew at the end of the day, you knew who was getting the ball in Tennessee. He doesn't touch the ball every play, even though it seems like it sometimes. Um, but he had almost as many, I'm not saying almost, 
Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think, threw for what, 42,000 yards, 4,200 yards? Derrick Henry ran for 2,000. He had 2,000 less yards, and he don't touch the ball every play. Um, I'm going with Derrick Henry in this because I felt like Tennessee lived up to the expectation. A lot of people thought, you know, um, as good as um, Indianapolis, people thought Indianapolis had a chance. I'll be the first one to say I thought they would have, they would have a chance to win the division, which they did. They came down to the last week. Um, I know you thought Houston was going to the Super Bowl this past year. Not trying to make fun of you, just saying that's what you think. <laughs> Yeah, I did say that. Um, Derrick Henry and company, they showed up. They won a division. Um, You knew what you was getting from Tennessee week in and week out. You knew you was going to see King Henry, and most teams couldn't do anything about it. So I'm going with Derrick Henry. Um, I want to say they had, what, one or two more losses than the Green Bay Packers. That was one or two. I can't think right off the top of my head what what they ended the record with. But I want to say they were 11 and 5, and the Packers were 13 and 3, or the Packers were 13, I mean, 12 and 4. I don't know, but off the top of my head, I can't really remember, but I do know this. I'm going with Derrick Henry. I agree with Just Justin. And Just Justin, don't give me that. Don't even bring the MBS championship up anymore on your show. You pissed me off yesterday. <laughs> Go ahead, Keo. <laughs> Um, I definitely don't have Derrick Henry. Oh, here we go. Shout out to Drew. Shout out to Drew. What up, Drew? Um, um, it was so the reason why I don't have Derrick Henry winning the MVP. That's really cute. He rushed for 2,000 yards. That's really great, man. Aaron Rodgers is the his team is the number one seed. Tennessee Titans, what he he cut he. He touched. He didn't touch it majority of times, but um, but guess what? They ain't the number one seed. Their asses barely made it to the playoffs. You want to talk about? You want to talk about? You want to talk? Yeah, four seed. They could have lost and still didn't make it in the AFC. We're not gonna get started on the NFC and your Cowboys Uh, and that sorry division. Are you um, kidding me? Don't get uh, me first of, first, uh, first of all, we're not talking about the Cowboys. We're talking about Derrick Henry, why he didn't win MVP. <laughs> Number two, Derrick Henry, what? He, he, what I, I think Justin said he rushed for 200 yards three times. He rushed 200 yards against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you kidding me? And then, Watch your mouth. And then, and then I know what I said about this team. He rushed. He rushed again. He rushed over two hundred yards against the Houston Texans, man. Oh, 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 oh! Your Super Bowl pick. And then, your and Super then, Bowl yeah, Houston yeah. Texans. As a matter of fact, he rushed against the and the and the, the the other game was against the Texans the first time. And you talk about the games that that um that he didn't show up for against the defenses, like some solid defenses. He could he he didn't rush for over 100 against the Cleveland Browns. He didn't rush over 100 against the Chicago Bears. And he damn sure as hell didn't rush over 100 yards when he played the Green Bay Packers. As a matter of fact, um, he yeah, he went head-to-head with the other MVP guy that I have. And that's, that's Aaron Rodgers, man. You want to talk about another defense? He didn't even rush. He didn't even rush for 100 yards against the Buffalo Bills, man. Yeah, but who? 
Oh. And, and the Steelers also. So oh, those are boy. those are top defenses, man. And and I'm not giving him MVP because of that. Are you giving him MVP because he rushed for the Jacksonville Jaguars over 200 yards? No, man. If he would have done that against the Green Bay Packers, maybe the Steelers or Bears, okay, I'm going to give you credit for that. But no, I'm not going there with that when it comes to Derrick Henry. Okay, I get what you're saying about the Buffalo Bills, but don't try to be slick on this show. He rushed for two touchdowns in that game. Oh, and by the way, they beat the Buffalo Bills 42 to 16. Are you kidding me? Don't give me that. Okay, I'll give you the Aaron Rodgers did beat his team. Am I saying that the Titans are a better team than the Packers? No, I never said that. What I am saying, though, Derrick Henry is a difference maker. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is not going to know that's what somebody's going to say. Oh, well, what you're saying, Aaron Rodgers is not a difference maker? Absolutely he is. But we're not going to sit up here and act like the AFC is not a better overall confidence than the NFC. They are. They are. And I and I, I my, my team plays. The Saints' phone fingers right there in the back. Taysom Hill was the Saints' quarterback for four games this season. Drew Brees is probably going to retire because a lot of people feel like he's falling off. That's your NFC South champions. In the, the NFC West, for God's sakes, you don't know what team is going to show up between the Rams and the, um, the Seahawks. The Rams lost to the New York Jets. That's why the Jaguars have the number one pick overall. And then the Seahawks, the Seahawks had a chance, had a chance to really be in the driver's seat for the number one seed. You know who they lost to in Seattle? The New York Giants. Give me a break. The NFC is not as tough as the AFC. And um, if the Packers were in the AFC, they for damn sure wouldn't be the number one seed. Wow. So watch your mouth. The AFC is <laughs> weak, man. There's no way you could go about that, man. Because uh, uh, AFC... We all know who's going to go to the damn Super Bowl in the AFC. <laughs> oh, no. Every don't, single oh, no. person. Because you pick the Houston Texans to get to the Super Bowl. So, okay, no, you... no. Oh, no. Okay. We're talking, about, we're talking about the playoffs that's happening right now. Oh, who's okay. in the playoffs okay. right now. Okay, okay, okay. You, 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 you ask me and anybody else, 75% or I, I'll say even 90%, We'll say the Kansas City Chiefs will represent the AFC. When it comes to the NFC, it's open, man. Some people will say the Packers. Some people will say the Saints. Some people will say Tampa Bay. But with, with the AFC, it's a clear cut, man. You know why? Because the AFC is weak, man. Okay, it's so Kansas let me ask you this. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Stop right there in your tracks. You think you're so slick. You see, you can't fool me, Kill. You might have all these people yeah. tuned in, fool. But if Kansas City was in the NFC, <laughs> we would be saying the same thing. If Kansas no. City was in the NFC, everybody would pick Kansas City to get there regardless. So don't I, do I, that. I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm not oh sure about that. <laughs> um, and, then, and then let's not act like... The Titans only had Derrick Henry, man. Put some respect on A.J. Brown, man. Oh, Went God. over 1,000 yards this season. <laughs> 11 touchdown receptions, man. You know you know what he's about, man. Come on, because man. Because of that play-action game. Because of that play-action game. You got to respect yeah. him. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, add respect to AJ Brown. Also. I do. That, when that was they my need guy, the ball, you, you're going to throw it to AJ, man. All right, man. What, with that being said, man, I've been ramping up about Derrick Henry way too much. But my MVP is Aaron Rodgers, man. I think he's been playing the best football. I think the dude's been playing with a chip on his shoulders right now. I mean, his QBR, touchdown ratio, and interception, I mean, it's there, man. I mean, his, his yardage, it's not like he's in uh, in the, the bottom 10. I mean, he's up there, what, top five, top seven. So, um, And then, you know, what he had to deal with during this offseason, man. The dude's playing with a chip in his shoulder. I think he got something to prove right now, and uh, and he's definitely sure as hell is proving it right now. So I'm taking Aaron Rodgers to an MVP. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go to our very um, – as a matter of fact, that was our very last topic. We're moving on to our predictions, man. So normally we do who dropped the ball and our top performers, but obviously with the playoffs approaching this week, normally we'll do that next week with who dropped the ball and their top performers. But <laughs> we normally pick the game of the week, one game of the week. So just for the MBS viewers and all you football lovers out there, and with it being wild card playoffs this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we will be picking right now every single game right now. So let's start it off. We're going to start off with Saturday's games, man. And Saturday's games, Saturday's games goes like this. The first game we have is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so in every playoff round, any play, in any sport that you watch, there's always an upset. I'm going with the upset. I got the Indianapolis Colts upsetting the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are still a young team. I love what Buffalo's doing. I've come on here numerous times and, and repped for Josh Allen, um, Devin Singletary, even Stephon Diggs. I've said he was the player of the year in fantasy because of where he was drafted at. Um the, the amount of money you had to spend on Stefan Diggs for the amount of production he gave you was incredible. Shout out to Justin for seeing that. But I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. I just like their defense. I like their running game. Jonathan Taylor, even though I wasn't big on him going into the season, I think he's finding his way. I think that Phillip Rivers knows this may be his last chance at a ring. So I'm going with the Colts to put up set. Wow. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna be surprised. You're not. You're gonna even be more surprised. I'm going with the Colts, also, man. What? <laughs> Look at this, man. I think the Bills are hype and cast. You know, I finally gave Josh Allen some credit. I even put them very high um, in my last Power Five rankings. But I just think a lot of people are gassing up this team right now, and. Um, I think when it comes to playoffs, you need to run the ball. And I just don't I just don't trust that running game, man. And these guys and uh, the defense for the Colts, they they don't they're not no they're they're a decent defense uh, with Rhodes and Darius Leonard. And I just think that these uh the Colts gonna be able to run the ball led by veteran Phillip Rivers. So um I'm going with the Colts to win this game. Okay. I'm surprised, okay. 
All right, next matchup. Interesting matchup. We got the L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm going with Seattle. I know Jared Goff. Um, we don't know. They say he's going to play probably, but him not being 100% healthy, that's a concern for me. I do like the Rams defense. Um, hopefully Cam Akers is 100%. They're just too banged up for me on offense. And I just think that Russell Wilson has a little bit more magic in the tank. He has DK Metcalf. He has Tyler Lockett. I'm going with Seattle in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Seattle in this one also, man. Um, I think with Goff or not, um, the Seahawks wins this game. But I'm not confident about it. In the beginning of the season, I like Seattle, man. I even have Russell Wilson in the, in the MVP race. But... They just very inconsistent moving the ball, and um, they just need to get back to their roots, man. And um, I know Lockett and Metcalf, I know those are dangerous weapons Wilson has, but um, <clears throat> um, watch out for that defense with the Rams, man. I think uh, they're very scary with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and the boys. So um, I'm still going with the um, Seattle. Seattle's defense been playing a little bit better down the stretch uh towards the end of the season so i'm going with the seattle seahawks to win this game okay all right next matchup um we got the tampa bay buccaneers in the playoffs versus the washington football team i got tampa bay come on man the NFC East? Are you kidding me? I do. I will say this. I do love, 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 love Washington's front seven. No doubt about it. They're nasty. But when it's all said and done, we're talking about, no, I'm not even going to say, I'm going to let you say his full name. Are you kidding me? I ain't going to do it. <laughs> but I do got, I got, the bus, I got Brady. Um, I just think too much experience. Um, they're gonna get it done. Too many weapons. Hey, quick question, really quick. Do you do you think Chase Young made a huge mistake by saying by making the comment of Tommy Tom Brady? I'm coming. I, I'm coming after you. No, not at all. I actually like it. I like the fact that he did it because they're the, they're the underdogs. Him saying that, what does that mean? Everybody in their mama's picking the Buccaneers to win that game. Nobody outside of um, the Washington area is picking the red, well, the Washington football team to win that game. I like the fact that he's saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm a rookie, but you know what? I'm going to get you goat. I'm going to get you goat. I like that. I think that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be confident. So shout out to Chase Young. Look, I wasn't even a big Chase Young guy, but now I'm starting to like that kid. That kid is showing me that, you know what? He's continuing to grow. He's continuing to work hard. He's continuing to get better. So I like what he's doing. I like what he said. And I think he's actually going to get Brady at least one time in this game. Hey, man, uh, you, you, you'd you be surprised of how many people picked uh, the Washington football team to beat. Oh, Tampa my Bay. God. Marlon. So, uh, so <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 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 uh, it's multiple people, man. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> So when we release these picks, you'll be surprised how, how many people got uh, uh, the Washington football. I got to have a many cases Tampa. of water that they want to bet on this game. Are you kidding me? That's the one <laughs> game in the block. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> okay, so with that being said, there is no way I'm picking the Washington football team. And I'm sorry to say this, man. And and um I got I gotta I gotta call it how it is. It doesn't matter who in the NFC it was. It doesn't even matter if it was the New York Giants who's mad that the Eagles been Jalen Hurts. It doesn't matter if it was Philadelphia. <clears throat> it doesn't even matter if it was the Dallas Cowboys. Tampa Bay w- will win this matchup. They will win it convincingly. It's just too many weapons for this team to go against. They got depth in the running back with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones Jr., and then on top of that, you got those weapons, man, with Antonio Brown, who's looking like Antonio Brown from what I've seen the past couple of weeks. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, and then you, uh, you can't forget about Scotty Miller, uh, Rob Gronkowski. Um, they, they got weapons across the board, man, and, and, and they're just going to pick this defense apart. And um, I'm definitely going with Tampa Bay, man. And I think the the goat man, Tom Brady, Tommy touchdowns, or as I would say, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, um, will um, be successful in this game. I think the dude's gonna be huge, and it's, uh, Brady's having a really good season right now, man. So um, I'm going with I'm going with Tampa Bay to win this game, and and they will win it convincingly. Okay. All right, let's go to uh, Sunday's games. We got the Titans versus the Ravens in the playoff rematch from last year. The Titans is going to win this game. Bad matchup for the Ravens. Bad matchup for the Ravens. This is not a good matchup for the Ravens. The Ravens, I know a lot of people want to hype up Lamar Jackson. I understand they want the Ravens to win, but this is not a good matchup. Unless the Tennessee turns over the ball, I think Tennessee wins this game. Um, not say convincingly, but you're going to look at it and you're going to say they led the, pretty much the entire game. I'm going with Tennessee in this one. I'm going with the Ravens in this game, man. We know you oh. are. We know you are. <laughs> King Henry Hater. Um, no, it's not. Um, it's just that I don't trust their defense. And, dude, their asses got lit up against the Houston Texans twice. They've been – They've been they've been getting lit up by by a lot of offenses, man. And I don't think this. I I, I think this time around, Lamar Jackson will get his revenge against the Titans. I think he'll be ready for it. I think um, since his COVID, Lamar Jackson has been improving through through the week as the weeks goes. So I'm rolling with the Ravens. I think the passing game's getting a little bit better. Um, J.K. Dobbins starting to run the ball a little bit more consistent, um, and I just like the secondary play with the uh, with um, with um, with the Ravens with Mar- with Marlon Humphrey and uh, and Marcus Peters. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, if they could shut down A.J. Brown, if they could find a way to contain them, I think they're going to win this game, man. And I really do. I got the Ravens in a very close game. Okay. All right. And these are and uh, this is Sunday's games, by the way. So we're going to our next matchup. 
Let's see how biased you are with this one. We got Chicago, Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. And I'll go first. I'll let you go last since this is your squad. I am going with. Come on, man. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints. You kidding me? That's not against Mitchell Trubisky. I, I don't know how the hell this happened, man. Great start by the Bears in the beginning of the season. And um I'm not going against the Saints, man. They just it's just too many weapons, man. And they're getting more healthier. I think their defense is very underrated this season. And then Alvin Kamara, good luck stopping that guy, man. Um, so I'm 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 taking the Saints over the Bears. Um, I got Saints winning this one 30 to 13. You're a very smart man, Kyo. Of course I got the Saints. <laughs> Who that nation stand up? Um Maybe I'll be jinxing them because every time I'll pick them, it seems like they lose. I said they wouldn't make the playoffs, and it worked out in my favor that they did make the playoffs. Saints, please don't let me down. We can't lose to the Bears. Um, but I got the Saints in this one. Around the same score as you, I think the Saints win this pretty easily. All right, man. Um, now we save the best for last. Primetime game Sunday night. We got. The Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got Big Ben versus Money Mayfield. Who you got? I got I got Big Ben. And look, it's no oh, disrespect come to the on, Browns. Man. The Browns barely, barely won last week, and Big Ben didn't play. Mason Rudolph, are you kidding me? That's what you you had to fight to get into the playoffs against him? Come on, man. Big Ben. Like Phillip Rivers, like Drew Brees, they're on their last leg. This is their last chance to win a Super Bowl. The Steelers have a lot of weapons. I just think that the Steelers are going to figure out a way to get Money, Mayweather, Money Mayfield, pick him off a few times. And um, I'm, going, I'm going with the Steelers for sure in this game. Um, uh, this guy picked against <laughs> the Browns every single game. I told you I was. Every Baker game, Mayfield. I don't care how wrong I am. I am not picking the Browns because ba of what they did to me last year and the beginning of this year. Baker Mayfield said, hey, True, watch this. Well, prove me and, wrong. And uh, guess what? They're still they're in the playoffs. Um, but the, um, I know they're going through some COVID issues. They got some coaching staff. Their head coach will be out of this game, man. If they this team finds a way... And I think they're gonna rally behind it. They're gonna find a way to, um, to uh, to win this game behind Baker Mayfield and that monstrous running game, man. And and when it comes to the playoffs, you gotta be able to run the ball. And I think this team, they got the formula, the way this team runs the ball, mixing up with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and these guys has been playing really well since since uh, Nick Chubb came back from injury. <clears throat> and uh, Baker Mayfield <clears throat> making the best of it with the weapons that he has. And he's looking really good as the season, uh, uh, um, towards the end of the stretch of the season. And the defense, I think uh, Cleveland has an underrated defense led by Miles Garrett. So I'm, I'm rolling with the Cleveland Browns to win this one, man. I think the Steelers, they just have a hard time moving the ball um towards the end of the season man um with 
at, since the, they lost, the, the, took their first L, they've been struggling. They can't move the ball consistently at all. And then they're a running game. You got to be able to run the ball with James Conner. They barely can do that. I just think that um, a lot of the clock management, um, time of possession, I think Cleveland's going to control this game. And I got Cleveland winning in a close game. We know you do. We know you do, Keo. Let's go, man. Let's go. Woo. All right. <laughs> All right. So that actually reaches the end of our NFL topics for today. So, so we're going to end things off the right way. And we are going to our battle rap portion of the show. Oh, Let's man. go. Stop playing, baby. <laughs> so we got a couple things to talk about. So I'm really excited for to, uh, the, the show today. So um, let's get this. Uh, so we got a smack event coming up this week in January 9th. True has, I think True has the card in front of him. Um, yep. uh, the, the event is headlined to, uh, with DNA versus Ichigati. So true. Uh, let's start. Just who do we have on the card besides Gotti and DNA? All right. Well, we got. <coughs> you want you you want to just give me the whole card, or are we gonna give our predictions per per round? I mean, per battle. Yeah, we could give our predictions per battle. Okay. So first and foremost, the event is called Super Fight. It's URL presents Super Fight. So the first one I'm gonna go with because I think this is the most predictable one. We got. Rum Nitty versus Don Marino. Who you got? Oh man, I got Rum Nitty. <laughs> I got Rum Nitty 3-0, man. You kidding me? This is a horrible matchup, man. When I see the, when I see that on the face on one of the Facebook groups, uh, on the Battle Rap Facebook groups, I was like, dude, you can't be serious with this. This is one of the most horrible matchups. Why you disrespecting uh, Don? Come on, man. man. I I I seen Don Marino one time and I did not like it at all. This is horrible, man. Um I mean, I guess they couldn't find a a, a good quality opponent, so the best thing they could do is they got Don Marino. So um wow. 3 0 wow. URL TV fans, app gang, don't waste your time on it because we all know what the outcome is gonna be. Man, I'm giving Don <laughs> what I'm giving Don what up. What up, Don? You welcome to come on the show anytime, buddy, and talk to your stuff. Go at this man. I know Rum is gonna win the battle. I'm not about to sit here and do that, but Don, I'm gonna give you one bad one because I think that Rum's gonna sleep on Don. He know he's gonna give Don one. One thing about Rum, man, and this is no disrespect because y'all know how I feel about Rum Nitty. I just feel like Rum hasn't been the Rum that we've been looking for as of late. Do you agree with that? Yeah, okay. I do agree with that. So, so that's what I mean. Like, um, I want that Rum Nitty versus Av. I want that Rum Nitty that even against Surf. I need a Rum Nitty like that. Um. Rum Nitty versus Ill Will. Rum Nitty, I need something else. But the ones that we've been getting, no disrespect to Rum, Rum's, Rum's still fire. But I'm going to go 2-1 Rum 
but don't sleep on Don Marino. I think you're being real disrespectful, Keo. All right, the next battle, we got Danny Myers, who seems to be on every card nowadays versus drugs. Which who you got? Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm taking Danny Myers in this one. I think. I think this could. This battle could be a debatable battle. Um, um, but um, I I got Danny Myers two one in this battle. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go debatable as you, same as you, but I'm gonna go drugs. I'm gonna lead towards drugs. I think that wow. Danny Myers. Is, I just think Danny Myers is battling too much, man. I know it might sound crazy, but he has a big battle coming up, and we're going to talk about it in a few, but he has a major battle coming up soon um, against a big name, um, dare I say, Mount Rushmore status. Um, and I think he's going to sleep on drugs a little bit. So I'm going drugs in a debatable battle, though, because I don't think we're going to get the best Danny Myers. It's no disrespect to Danny. I just don't think we're going to get the best Danny. So I'm going to say debatable, leaning towards drugs, 2-1. All right, we got the next matchup. We have Easy to Block Captain versus a friend of the show, our guy, T-Top. Top Busy the Bear. Who you got? They go both talk. They go both talk in this one. It's Talker versus Talker. Man, it's going down. Who you got? Man, fuck out of here, man. I got fucking T-Top, man. Are you kidding me? T-Top's going to 3-0 this fool, man. I, I, and, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll tweet that to Easy to Block Captain personally. Come on, man. <laughs> but the last time I tweeted something to him, he ended up beating Cortez. So who knows? I may be wrong. But nah, I don't man. know, man. But, but I don't know, man. I, I, I just like... I just like... I, I it just it's just a different when it's T top man because it's hard to go when it comes to somebody that does angles the way T top does it's completely different um and I and I'm and I'm taking T top in this one but if easy if easy ends up beating him I think he I think he's gonna get a lot of people's respect and I think his name his stock is gonna go up. But I just don't see it happening, man. Uh, top his last battle with, that we've seen him was against uh, a B dot, and um, I just don't see this happening. So um, I got I got uh, T top winning it two one. I think he'll. I think Easy will get at least one round though. I know we're gonna probably ask this question. I mean, you'll probably ask that question, but I'm gonna say it now: Battle of the Night. Clearly, clearly, Battle of the Night. They're gonna go at it to me. Um, I'm going 3-0 T-Top, but a 3-0 edge. He's going to edge him every single round. Um, I like easy wow. to block after you already know. Um, I think he's super dope, but I got to go T-Top. Just too much experience. Um, he ain't going to be able to talk. Easy ain't going to be able to talk that stuff to T-Top. T-Top's going to rebuttal all that stuff. Even easy to block, he might rebuttal it, but like you said, the way T Top angles and schemes, I just I have to go with I have to go with T Top in this one. So I'm gonna edge T Top through you. Yeah, and 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 I thought I thought I was disrespectful to Don Marino. Look at you. <laughs> but I said edge. You said run me clear. 
Body. <laughs> you disrespectful. All right. Let's go to the matchup. I think everybody's excited for. I'm actually not that excited for this battle. Um, I don't get it, but whatever. Um, Geechee Gotti versus DNA, the, the main event. Who you got? Um man, I think <laughs> I think this is a I'm going with Gotti in this one, man. I think DNA, he he he's gonna he's gonna do what he normally does. He's gonna scheme, he's gonna punch, he's gonna give you some great bars and flips, he's gonna flip Geechee's name and all that. But I just don't think that's gonna be enough, man, because I think Geechee is just gonna talk to him. And I when Geechee's talking to you, it's it's completely different, man. So I'm I'm going Geechee two one in this battle. And um um, I, I, I just see Geechee winning it. I, I, I just see no way that DNA will win this battle, man. I just don't know how he's going to angle and prep round for round against Geechee in this one. Well, one person I never sleep on is DNA. I think that he can prep for anybody. He's actually beat Gotti. At the, I mean, I know it wasn't a real battle in my mind, but he did beat him at the BET Awards. Him and K-Shine did beat him in um, Geechee Gotti and Rum Nitty. So I just think DNA, man, I'm going to edge DNA, but I will say this. Wow. But it will be a debatable battle, and it will be a preference battle. I will tell you right now, the people that like Gichigati is going to say Gichigati won. The people that like DNA is going to say DNA won. This will be preference. The last time we saw DNA was against Lou Castro. I thought DNA was fire in that battle. Um, the time before that, we saw him against Vixen the Assassin. We thought that was Battle of the Night at Kings versus Queens. So I'm going DNA in this one. Um, Gotti been battling a lot too lately. So I think DNA is ready for this. I got DNA in this one. Uh, slight edge. All right. So that's uh, that concludes our predictions. We'll be dropping our predictions this week also. So make sure you guys check out for that. So, uh, so... The URL has uh, posed a question, and I thought I thought it would be good to talk about it, man. And, uh, and they were talking hard. about they were talking about dream matches that um, battle rap fans would love to see. So, if you we have an MBS ideal dream match dream match that we do have, and we'll definitely post that up on social media. Uh, t- actually, tomorrow, actually. And um, so, um, we'll let, True, do you want to announce our NBS Central Dream matchup? Well, voted on it. Um, the Dream matchup is Daylight versus Lux. Daylight versus Lux. I think that's a crazy, 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 crazy battle. Um, if I was voting for a Dream matchup, just solely one matchup I want to see is Daylight versus Lux. But I went a different route, and I'm going to tell y'all mine. Do you want me to tell mine too right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay, so like Daylight versus Lux, obviously I would vote for that. But the reason why I'm going to go a different route is because I think we – not even say think. I know we're going to get Daylight versus Lux in 2021. But a dream battle is something that we don't think. Maybe we might not get it. Maybe we will get it. I'm going with Hollow the Don versus – Murder Mook. Now that wow. matchup 
I want to see Mook. I want to see Hollow go at it. Um, two of my favorites. Um, Mook surprised me in his last battle versus Tay Rock, showing that he's still capable of doing, you know, himself in this league 20 years in. So I'm going to go with that as my dream matchup, Mook versus Hollow. And it's raining like cats and dogs. <laughs> get a rain in the background. Yeah, I, I heard I heard it. Uh, be careful out there. Um, Adri, I like the Lux and Mook one. I think uh, I think uh, people jaws would drop if that w- would have happened. Um, and I think it is gonna happen because Lux, you know, there's not many left for him to battle. And I think, I think, um, I think, I think Daylight is that guy. But you know me. You know, I might be coast biased. I would love to see disaster battle him. Oh! <laughs> um, but but if I if you if somebody's asked me what is my dream matchup, and these are my two one of my two favorite battlers. Anybody that knows me in the battle rap community, um, I am going with. And I just don't think it will ever happen. There has been conversation and talks about it. But as of right now, I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I'm going with Conceited versus Tay Rock. I think these two, they could bar you to death. They give you haymakers. Uh, they they claim that they're the, the gun bar kings of this battle rap shit. And um, I just... I just see this battle could have a lot of replay play value, a lot of punches and uh, metaphors and all that. Um, I, I'm going with Tay Rock versus Conceited. Okay. Okay. What about the females? Oh, man. Come on, man. You already know. <laughs> um, the MBS, they voted. They voted Jazz versus Misfit, which I think we both agree on. We want to both see yeah. that battle. It's been it's been brewing for some time, but me, y'all know me. I'm from Louisiana, man, and I want to say shout out to official man, number one ranked woman on our battle rap um power rankings according to the MBS. But the girl that took home battle of the year, battler of the year in 2020, I'm talking about Vixen the Assassin. I want to see that Vixen the Assassin. Versus official. Official says she wanted her. I think at Queen of the Ring. Let's make that happen in 2021. That would be a dope battle to me. Um, yeah, that's 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 a that's a battle. Um, I think that's a battle I would want to see also, man. There's not many ideal matchups that you could you could really um, that you could really think of. Um, I think that that that's a matchup that I would want to see um, Vixen versus Official. I think that that could that could be a really great matchup. A lot of replay value in there also. I I want to throw another one out there for you. Um, I think I think it would be not not so much a dream battle, but I do think it would be a um an interesting battle. I should say an interesting battle. I can't say a dream battle, but interesting. What do you think about uh, 40 bars? I know you're not, you, you're the biggest 40 bar fan all of a sudden. He was <laughs> disrespecting 40. I don't know 
1440, baby. Um, and I, I, I don't know, Mac, why am I tripping right now? I had a brain freeze. Oh my God. I'm trying to think. My girl. Um, oh my God. Why well, I can't think of her name? She's probably going to be mad because now she's going to want to come on the show. Um, she beat Tori Doe just recently. Yoshi G. Yoshi G. There we go. I would like to see that. Yoshi versus 40. I think that'd be a dope battle. Nah, 40 would kill her, man. Come on, man. <laughs> well, we know you. We know you're going to say that because obviously you're the biggest 40 fan. I think 40 DM'd you. That's what I think. <laughs> 40 DM'd you, and now you love 40. Okay. Yeah, shout out to 40, man. But uh, but a battle that I do want to see, though, um, damn, man, it's it, – it, I, I would want to see um, – I would want to see in um, – I just don't think it will ever happen, though, because they're so close now. I would want to see a rematch between uh, Official and Jazz. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah because, I, don't think, uh, I don't think we'll get that. Yeah, because that that battle that was that was officials coming out party. Like official yeah. let you know that she, you know she, she was officially here, and um, <laughs> and um, I I just don't think it will happen. But I think that's about that. I would want to see if somebody asked me. But. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go to our very last topic. And with the Smack Volume 7, a couple matches been announced. Let's go to our the latest matchup that's been announced. Um, and it is, you mentioned it earlier, Danny Myers. You said that he has a high-profile name. Good friend of ours. Came to the show a very long time ago. Maybe we'll bring him back. Arsenal, man. Danny Myers versus Arsenal. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope battle. I think Danny got to prepare for that one. I think there's going to be a lot of aggression in that battle. Um, they're going to get in each other's face, even though it's COVID. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like that battle. I think that's why I think Danny's going to sleep on drugs a little bit. I think I think with, with this battle, I think they continue to disrespect Arsenal, man. First, they give him Jerry West. He drilled him. Now, Danny Myers, who's has not been impressive since his loss to Holmesy and Ultimate Madness. Um, I, don't get me wrong, Danny Danny Myers, he's a very he's a good opponent. But when I think of Arsenal, man, I think of, like a high profile name, man. I, I I just don't see, you know, um, Danny Myers the type of opponent that he would face, man. Maybe somebody like B Dot versus Arsenal. I would oh, like come that. on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Don't do that oh, to my dog, Dot. What up, B Dot? I see you, the... homie. Yeah, do that. Don't, 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 don't put, don't put Arsenal on the line of fire. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh you. Um, all right, <clears throat> but yeah, I think, I think, um, I mean, I think that'll be a decent matchup. I think it's gonna be interesting because they can match each other's energy. Um. But I just think Arsenal is gonna be really disrespectful to him, though. So uh, I think he got a couple of things up his sleeve. Um, all right. So the main event, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the main event. 
is Tay Rock versus Averb. That's tough. That's gonna be a tough prediction when <laughs> it comes. Um, Averb, man, I swear, like Averb has been doing his thing lately, bro. Like truly, ever since probably like the Lux battle, I would say. Um, Averb has been on one. He's truly been on one. Um, he's been doing his thing, battle after battle. Um, debatable versus Lux in a lot of people's minds. Um, we're not gonna talk about what, about what I think because obviously I think different. But um, but it was but I thought Averb was fire in that battle. But that one's gonna be good. I'm not gonna give my prediction right now, but I'm excited about that one. Yeah, man. One thing I gotta give Averb too. He he's 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 a smart dude, man, and he he's making business moves and decisions right now since his mooks and lux battle he's been picking his opponents wisely man like like he's playing his cards right man he's not picking no damn don marino no no don't disrespect the black don. captain don't disrespect <laughs> don watch your mouth uh, um but he you know for he you know he would take dna Gichi Gotti, um, now Tay Rock. Like, dude, this, these are these are great. These are high-profile names that he's taking, man. And that's great moves for Aver, and he's definitely benefiting off of it, though. Um, <clears throat> and the prices keeps going up for Verb. I think Verb and Rock is going to be a very great matchup. Two different type of styles. Um, I think this should have happened earlier. Um but uh, I'm glad it's be able to happen now. Smack Volume 7 <clears throat> main event. I'm looking forward to this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, and stay tuned for um, upcoming matches for the Smack Volume 7 uh, comes up. Um, so yes, uh, with that being said, this wraps up tonight's MBS. Let's talk about it, man. First show of 2021. Um, Let's go. Yeah, man. Our 51st episode also. So we got a lot of things lined up for MBS. Let's talk about it. So definitely looking forward to it, man, as we continue. Uh, let's talk about it. Shout out to God, shout out to the guys to um from the MBS show. Shout out to uh the homie Chris GBD. Um he got um his college football show coming up tomorrow, man, as I'm pretty sure he's going to be talking about the national title game and the Heisman, and he's going to be uh, continuing it as he talks about college basketball season also. So um, make sure you check out that. Stay tuned for that. But we did that being said, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the whole team. Shout out to, um, you know, uh, my thoughts and prayers to J Jasper and his family. I, you know, I hope, he gets better and uh, hopefully see him soon. Um, and shout out to everybody out there, man. Uh, I hope you guys stay safe out there and I uh, hope you guys have a great New Year's and kick off your New Year right. But besides that, man, me, the homie X, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Definitely, y'all. Shout out to Kyo. Shout out to the whole NBS squad. Shout out to my man, man, Jasper. I'm just hearing about this, so I'm definitely going to hit you up and try to find out what's going on. I didn't know. Um, I hope that everybody has a wonderful 2021. And um, I know 2021 hasn't been off to the start that we, you know, expected. Had, yeah. We already had a couple of people, you know, 
pass away. Um, shout out to all my people that they know who I'm talking about. Thoughts and prayers are definitely with y'all. And like I said to start the show, we're never going to change the world with hate and violence, y'all. Not for the better anyway. So let's do better. We want better. We got to do better. Um, with that being said, happy birthday to Av, man. Today's Av's birthday. We're trying to get him on. He's supposed to be coming on soon. So happy birthday to him, man. Hopefully he can come on soon. But um, with that being said, this has been the 51st show of Let's Talk About It. Next week will be no number 52. With that being said, I'm Trigs the Sports Junkie. That's my main man, Keo, man. We out. Peace.